Welcome to Antone Notes. This is episode 14 of uh, Antone Notes. I'm your host, Antone. I know a lot about popular culture and movies and television and comic books. And one of my favorite characters is Spider-Man. So that's why this is part two of Spider-Man's continuing career in the movies. Today we'll talk about the Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man adventures and we'll talk about Enter the Spider-Verse. And then we'll talk a little bit about Spider-Man in the comic books and what's going on there right now. Okay, so for the longest time, Sony owned the rights to Spider-Man. So they didn't want to sell it back to Marvel, which eventually Disney bought. They didn't want to sell it uh, to Disney so they eventually came together and made a mutual cooperation to bring Spider-Man into the quote-unquote Marvel Universe, or MCU. So he's also included in his first big appearance in Captain America Civil War, which is not really a Captain America movie. It's more of an Avengers movie, but who cares? So at the, towards the end of the movie, Spider-Man shows up on Iron Man's side and helps uh, fight against Captain America and this big misunderstanding. So he also helps out defeat Thanos in uh, the two uh, last two Avengers movies that they made. One was called uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War, where everybody disappears, and then Infinity Endgame where Spider-Man reappears and helps them defeat Thanos once and for all. So, uh, the first movie is called uh, Homecoming, very appropriate, and Spider-Man is brought home by Iron Man's assistant, Happy Hogan, and he uh, is given this super-powered suit so that he can be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Okay, that was his, uh, supposed to be his mission. It's supposed to be helping defend New York City, but also be like more of a street-level hero. So the best part of this movie is probably the Vulture. And uh, who do they get? They get the great Michael Keaton to do it. He was already in a movie called Birdman, which won the Academy Award that about a year ago. So it's uh, odd that he went from Batman to Birdman to the Vulture. So in this version of the Vulture, the Vulture is not an old man who's this pilot and who's obsessed with staying young. This reason he's the Vulture is because Tony Stark runs this company called Damage Control, which gathers up all kinds of alien material and after uh, Thanos and Loki invaded Earth, uh, all this all this alien material was all around New York. So they didn't want anybody to get their hands on it. So he was like a salvager. So he says to them, "I'm I'm a vulture. I'm just picking the bones of other uh, people after they're done." Stark doesn't care about us. So he creates this anti-gravity wings and is now in this big green outfit called the Vulture. So we also get the Tinkerer, and we also get the Shocker, that fellow that uses those magnawave uh, electric power. And we also uh, get uh, 
the uh, Scorpion, but we don't get to see him in his costume yet. So Spider-Man at first tries to stop the criminals by himself, and he's somewhat successful, but he puts a lot of people in danger. Iron Man comes to help him, and at first Iron Man's like, you know, Spider-Man thought it was just an empty suit, but actually Iron Man is in there, and he tells him, hey, what are you doing? You have to give back the suit. You don't deserve it. So he does. The uh, But eventually Spider-Man finds out that he's, not old as Peter Parker, he's dating the Vulture's daughter. That's a big surprise. So, at the end, Spider-Man defeats all the other minor villains and also defeats uh, the Vulture. What I liked about this movie is it didn't kill him off at the end. Now, the only other thing is my cousin and I saw this movie together and she looked at me and I looked at her and she said, this is a lot like a kid's movie. And I go, you're absolutely right. They made Spider-Man a little too young here for my taste. I would have rather uh, seen him more with older, a little more mature. But that's okay. I think they're basing this Spider-Man more on the Ultimates. Because if you've ever read those comics, Spider-Man is young and learning about his career and learning how to use his costume and what does he do here and what does he do there. Sort of reintroducing Spider-Man to a new generation, okay? I didn't really care much for the casting for Mary Jane, but what are you going to do? And uh, it's interesting that this little Spider-Man's friend is uh, named after uh, Leeds. Now, Leeds is important later because Ned Leeds turns out to be the Hobgoblin. So we'll have to see later on, did they pick that up or did they leave it? In the end, the vulture is brought to the jail and the squid confronts him. And he says, Gargan says to him, if you know who the Spider-Man is, and uh, the vulture says, he did on a so there and fight against these creatures called the Elementals. There he meets a fellow named Mysterio who says, oh, I'm from a parallel world, you got to help me. And Spidey's like, okay, I'll, I'll help you. Now, I remember when I was playing basketball in the gym one time, this group of kids said to me, is Mysterio a good guy? And I went, heck no. He's probably one of the most darkest of Spider-Man's villains. And indeed, and they cast him perfectly. And you know that he's an uh, illusionist, so he's casting all these illusions, and he... Uh, does all these things. Now, the interesting casting choice besides that is one of the tech guys that is working with Mysterio is the uh, actor who played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. You see him for a, a brief moment towards the end. So Mysterio wants this tech that Stark gave Spider-Man, and he gives it to him because he thinks, oh, we defeated the Elementals, we can go and on with our lives. And you just want this tech to help yourself out and to help out get yourself back to your own dimension. Nope. So he beats up Spidey, and then eventually Spidey has got to make a new suit, and he goes after Mysterio. And in the end, uh, what also is wonderful is they use the same actor that played J. Jonah Jameson in the previous films, and he shows up again, and he says he's in an internet show, you know, like like those guys on cable news. And he says, I'm 
Mysterio is that mysterious eco-warrior. And uh, in the end, he shows... Now, I don't think Mysterio is dead. I think that he's too slippery a customer to, uh, to let himself get killed. So he turns to the camera and says, I know who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. So we already know the next film, and it's called No Way Home. So there you go. The rumor is that many of the other villains will be in it. We'll see Alpha Marina's Doc Ock. We'll see uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. We'll see um, Craven the Hunter. There's rumors that Keanu Reeves. I know I've got a buddy of mine who loves Keanu Reeves. They're talking to him about being Craven. That'd make an interesting casting choice. And they have a few other guys that they're talking about. Uh, before this, Sony wanted to do a Sinister Six movie. Bring all six villains together, do origin stories for each of them, introduce them in a movie, one movie, and then have them form the Sinister Six and then go after Spider-Man. But uh, that fell through, so now I guess they're redoing this. Uh, there are a couple of other movies that are in the Spider-Man universe that Sony's doing. They already did Venom, so they're going to do a second movie with Venom and Carnage together. Uh, like uh, I've heard, you know, you kind of have to put Venom in his own thing. Because in, in the comics, he's a guy who got his powers from Spidey because he was the Cerebros who absorbed some of Spidey's powers. So they kind of did their own thing with Venom in this and uh, having it be an evil alien and then kind of like a alien who is his own thing. Uh, I think the movie was fine. And then he's going to do this other film about Carnage, the spawn of Venom. The movie that got delayed because of COVID is uh, Morbius, the half-man, half-vampire creature that uh, showed up in the Spider-Man comics in 100 and 101 called Vampire on the Loose. So at the end of the trailer for that movie, uh, the Vulture shows up and says, hey, Michael Morbius. So is he going to be part of the Sinister Six or not? We'll have to wait and see. So the other movie, and I'm going to call out a friend of mine. I was just talking to him about this movie and he didn't like it because he couldn't relate to the characters. And he knows who he is. Uh, but I would say, give it another chance. Let me tell you. Now, finally, the Oscars got off their uh, things to get, uh, to finally give movies, animated movies, their own category. For the longest time, animated movies, which sometimes would even be better than live-action movies, uh, were ignored. The only time an animated movie that ever got nominated for Best Picture before this was Beauty and the Beast. That's it. They got their own category. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs got an honorary Oscar. Like, a, oh, this is an achievement. That sort of thing. They never got an Oscar Oscar. You know what I mean? So they gave them their own category. But Disney didn't win that first one. Shrek did. So isn't that kind of, well, you know. So Sony 
decides, since they still have the rights to Spider-Man, sort of like this shared thing that they share with Spider-Man, they did this great movie called Into the Spider-Verse. It's a wonderful animated movie. Never seen it? Go watch it. Are you back? Great. What's it all about? In its barest tombs, they follow, again, the uh, stories that go on in the Ultimate Comics. In the Ultimate Comics, they created a character named Miles Morales. Remember I said that Stan Lee said anybody could be Spider-Man? If they put that costume on, they could be Spider-Man, right? So more or less, that's what this is. So Miles is this young kid who's going to like a junior school. He's got his uh, his father as a cop and his mother. And all these strange happenings started happening in his New York City. So their Spider-Man uh, is uh, fighting against the Kingpin. The Kingpin's trying to open this giant super collider. I'll tell you why in a minute. Miles gets bit by the radioactive spider, finds out his Spider-Man gives him this device that can shut down this super collider, that can open parallel worlds, okay? But before, any, uh, before he can do anything, and he even says, I always get up. But not this time. The kingpin finds him and viciously murders him. And then he's got a whole group of other villains, including Tombstone, the uh, uh, Prowler, the Scorpion, and a female Dr. Octopus. And she's great, by the way. Spider-Man, the Miles has to become his own Spider-Man. So this kind of washed up Spider-Man's had a lot of problems. We get a mini origin of him. He teaches Peter, uh, Miles how to be Spider-Man. And so he also runs into a film war Spider-Man, brilliantly played by Nicolas Cage. And uh, we also get a Spider The Amazing Spider-Ham, a cartoon Spider-Man, who says, uh, animals talk in this dimension, don't they? And Gwen, who is Ghost Spider. In, their, in her world, she gets bit by the radioactive spider, and she becomes Ghost Spider. And uh, this young girl with the radioactive spider inside a robot, and she kind of is doing her own Spider-Woman thing. Okay? So now, Miles has to learn to be Spider-Man, find his own costume, relate to this and everything, and uh, eventually stop the Kingpin's plan which is he's more or less willing to destroy his own universe or rip the other universes apart to get at his family because his wife and his kid found out he was the kingpin, not just Wilson Fisk, and save them before they died. But the Spider-Mans are not going to have any of this because they want to... And then in brain animation... We go inside the super collider, and of course, you, if you've seen the movie, you know what happens. And I, I can't wait till they do a sequel to that. And Stan Lee, who's got one of his last cameos in a movie, is uh, in this movie. And he said, oh, we used to be friends. I'm going to miss him. I cried like a baby. I said, no, no, no. He actually makes a couple of cameos in that movie. Because, you know, you can draw it, you can put him in anything. And that was 
shortly after his death. And they won the Academy Award, and it was terrific. Okay? So that's about it for the films. Let me just tell you about what's going on in Spider-Man right now in the comics right now. Now, a lot of criticism will say that the Spider-Man comics aren't that good, but I'll read Spider-Man until the day I die, okay? Uh, The new story right now called King's Ransom isn't that great, but the creature, this uh, creature called Og, is really interesting, and it's the issue that spotlights him is incredibly sad. If you have pets, you you will understand that. Uh, But up and coming right now, after this story, The King's Ransom, ends, uh, the chameleon, the master of disguise, he'll be back. And then uh, this giant storyline that they're going to do. Now, I mentioned before that there was a storyline called uh, Superior Spider-Man, where Doc Ock took over Spider-Man's uh, body and kind of made the better Spider-Man for himself. So he is Peter Parker, but Otto Octavius is mine. So he eventually leaves Spider-Man's mind, and Spider-Man gets to take over his own body and be Spider-Man again. So uh, now Doc Ock is back again from the dead, and he's putting the old band back together and they call themselves the Sinister Six, and they're back to get Spider-Man. But he's got uh, problems. The Vulture has put his own team together called the Savage Six. Pretty good ring to it. If you've read Hunted, which I talked about before, uh, at the end, that's the team he puts together. So, And it's going to be this giant storyline called Sinister War. So the art looks good. The promos for it look pretty good inside uh, Previews Magazine, so give that a look. Okay? Um, so next time on Anto Knows, I will talk about a little bit of controversy. I normally don't talk about controversy in this podcast, but in the animated world, we're going to talk about the series, uh, series 2 season finale of Amphibia. If you've been following this on the internet, you know what's uh, going on there. So we'll talk about that again. And we'll go through the whole episode and what's coming up next for that. So that's it. That's all. I'll see you again. i got to go web-sling across the city. And I'll see you again on another Anto Nose. <laughs>